0: you're listening to conversations with a musicologist with me alex burns episode one music and mindfulness an important topic making its way around the classical music sphere at the moment is music and its power to support mindfulness in both audiences and musicians alike. But how do we define mindfulness? Well, by definition, it's a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts and bodily sensations. We are lucky to have the option to listen to music at any given time due to the advancements in streaming technologies, with albums now created specifically to support the act of meditation and radio stations such as Scala and Classic FM produces segments aim to calm the mind and soul, mindfulness in classical music is a growing phenomenon, but this is not a new idea. Music has been a constant source for relaxation and mindfulness since time began, with humans often creating deep connections with certain pieces of music. Music is often used to aid relaxation, meditation and even prayer. From Gregorian chants written over 500 years ago to minimalist piano music, the choices are endless. By removing distractions, one can potentially experience profound reflection and spirituality whilst listening to calming music. And those looking for a moment of tranquility have an abundance of choices when it comes to classical music. But what is the best music to relax to, you might ask? Well, this is a really personal choice, but to help you get started, I have 10 suggestions of music to aid with the development of your mindfulness. Number 1. Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings Barber's 1936 work for String Orchestra was originally adapted from the second movement of his string quartet, Opus 11. Described as being full of pathos and cathartic passion, this piece is an excellent starting point for practice in mindfulness. Number 2. Takashi Yoshimatsu's White Landscapes This Japanese composer is often commended for his tranquil music, with white landscapes proving no different. Scored for flute, cello, harp and string orchestra, the work is in three slow movements. Spiced with notions of nostalgia and hope, White Landscapes' delicate balance of scoring and youthfulness makes it a fantastic work for meditation and relaxation. Number three, Paul Miller's De Profundis. Inspired by the pureness and beauty of Russian Orthodox chant, De Profundis is a hypnotizing choral work for choir and bass soloist. The work has the lowest written note for a bass singer ever, an E1. And based on religious themes, this work is enchanting and can easily send you into a deeply calm state. Number four, Max Richter's Dream 13, Minus Even. This track is taken from his album From Sleep, which aims to aid people establish a much more peaceful sleeping routine. It is also used to aid with daytime thinking too. The subtle asymmetrical rhythms create a tranquil atmosphere offering a continuous style of music whilst both awake and asleep. Number five, Frank Ticelli's There Will Be Rest. With lyrics taken from the poem of the same name by American lyric poet Sarah Teasdale, this calming choral work is always in my meditation playlists. Number six, Philip Glass, Opening. Part of his Glassworks chamber music set, The opening is set for solo piano and highlights Glass's iconic minimalist style. The repeated triplet eighth notes create a sense of familiarity and is a perfect tool to aid with meditation. Number seven, Gustav Mahler's fourth movement from his ninth symphony. Arguably one of the best movements of music ever conceived, the fourth and final movement of Mahler's intense ninth symphony is always at the top of my calming playlists. The sense of fragility, the use of quietness and the absolutely heartbreaking ending makes it a wonderful piece to get lost in for a whole 22 minutes. Number 8. Jules Massonet's Meditation Used as an intermezzo in his 1894 opera Thaïs, this solo for violin and orchestra is one of the most calming pieces you'll ever listen to. From the sweetness in tone from the soloist, To the delicate accompaniment from the orchestra, this is a must-listen to when meditating. Number 9. John E. Amber, The Slow Calm Taken from the album with the same name, Amber's simplistic style makes this an absolute must on any meditation playlist. His use of block chords and space makes this an ideal piece for reflection. And number 10. Brass Band Hymns Brass Band Hymns are some of the most calming pieces of music you could ever listen to. With the warm tones coming from across the band, hymns like Abide With Me, Lloyd, St Clement and Blainwern are absolute classics that should not be overlooked when wanting to relax. There are of course other obvious choices such as Debussy's Claire de Lune, the music of Ludovico Einaudi and Arvo Part's Spiegel im Spiegel. Even if you just type in Mindfulness on any streaming platform, all of these choices will be available in handy playlists. Check out the Classical Alex Byrne Spotify channel for handy mindfulness playlists too. To talk about her new Meditation album release, joining me a little later on in this podcast is Canadian concert pianist and vocalist Gina Williams. Gina is a classical trained composer and concert pianist. Her vibrant performance style shows her combining genres such as funk, electronica, hip-hop and classical. Gina is also a producer and accomplished actress who has worked alongside the likes of John Cusack, John Goodman and Alex Graves. In 1999, her composition Glory was commissioned as the anthem for Grenada's 25th anniversary of independence. And Gina got in touch with me in early 2018 when she asked me to review her classical album Olympiad, where we formed a good friendship from across the pond. Her 2019 release, Trilogy Part 1, is the first of a series of music for solo piano an album consisting of music for reflection, the whole album brings a sense of catharsis to the listener, but also to Gina. As a religious woman, she often talks about her spirituality, which can certainly be heard threaded throughout this album. With each work composed on the spot, Gina named each track to take you on a journey through feelings of romance, fear, insecurity and renewed hope. Perfect for when you want to relax, study or sleep, Trilogy Part 1 has everything you could possibly need to practice personal mindfulness. I spoke to Gina from across the pond earlier this week to talk about her new album, Music and Mindfulness, and what we can expect from this dynamic composer. So, hi, Gina, it's so great to hear from you from Over the Pond again. It's great that we've got back in touch and we've, we've kept in touch for nearly two years now, which is amazing. Um, I'm so happy you're releasing another album. Could you just tell me a bit about Trilogy Part One?
1: Well, the Trilogy Part One, first of all, I have to say thank you so much, Alex, for having me on your show and congratulations to all your successes. You are totally killing it on the classical music scene. Killing
0: it. Thank you so much.
1: <laughs> well, I guess I didn't get enough of classical music. I had to put some more out. So this one is a solo piano album. And it was born from, well, ironically enough, I, had, I played for different services, sometimes funerals, weddings. This one was a church service. And they asked me to play some music for reflection. I think at the time it was music for meditation. And I remember thinking, I don't know what I'm going to play. I have nothing to play. And I, I literally said a quick pra- prayer, put my finger on the keys and instantly there was this music. It's like, let there be light or something <laughs> anyway. Amazing. So yeah, the music was born and then later on I gave them titles. So a, a, that one was um, a warm embrace. And that started this, this series of, of music that I got for different occasions. And I put them together as an album.
0: That's so interesting, and how did you come up with the names for each of the tracks? What, what inspired you to name each of the tracks?
1: Well, you know, honestly, it was it was more like each track gave me a, a feeling of what it was trying to say. so like a warm embrace, it, it, it just it just felt that way, a burning desire on um, the music sounds almost middle Eastern um, arabic jewish you know that kind of mediterranean middle eastern mix so uh, a burning desire went with the whole desert feel and you know just wanting to be with with someone and and in the end you are you know it's resolved in d flat major so
0: amazing everyone likes a bit of d flat major of course and i was just i was just wondering when we when we spoke earlier about this album a little bit before we started recording um we mentioned it was kind of composed on the spot um what what did you mean by that? Do you, do you go into the recording studio and just play? Or did you have something in mind? How did you kind of approach this for your recording? Sure.
1: Well, uh, it's um, similar to what I was saying, you know, when I'm in... Um, one of the pieces actually was was born when I was playing for a funeral. That one ended up being called... Um... Oh, man, I'm trying to remember the title of my <laughs> own piece. I can hear the music. Um Anyway, when I remember, I'll, I'll tell you now. Um, but Anyway, the point is, when I hear it, I remember it. Mm-hmm. So even though they come instantly, it's, it's I've been able to describe it best as, it's like when someone turns on a radio and you're hearing something that you've never heard before. So it comes, obviously, because I'm about to play something on the spot. It comes like speed of lightning or, or something. And then I play it and I remember it. I like it. I remember it. I don't like everything I get, but I remember it because maybe someone out there in the, in in the in the world does. So, it's, it, I don't do this for me. I do this for people. Yeah. Everybody likes different things. Yeah.
0: So That's that's, yeah. that's really interesting. I I really like that idea that it's it's for everyone else. And the the, the kind of theme for this podcast is music and mindfulness and i think this album is a great example of music for relaxation meditation and and personal mindfulness was that something that you had in mind when you wanted to create this album the idea of giving people something to use for their own personal mindfulness you know uh, to be honest with you at the time no i didn't be- i didn't
1: even know this was going to become um the trilogy 3 Hearts or volumes of, of music over the years. It was more of at this moment. How can I enhance this service? How can I en- enhance what was just shared? And a lot of the things that were being shared were were things where people needed to reflect on where they're at in life and 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 to be grateful and and um, just just. I don't want to say a higher state of conscious consciousness, but it's almost like that. And and because they were born out of those moments of comforting others,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's how this album came to be. And I had put that this collection for music for meditation. The others are different.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm curious because obviously this is part one. Is part two already in the pipeline? Have you got any ideas yet for part two, yes, or is that top secret? Two.
1: <laughs> no, it, no, it's not. It's not classified. It's fine. And my sex sum has released this information. Just, <laughs> just a little British joke there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's part two and part three are actually already recorded. Wow. And so I, yeah, I called it the trilogy because it's actually, I, originally I wanted it to be 60 short pieces for solo piano. Mm-hmm. And in the end, it became... It's a, there's a total of 57, 56. I can't remember off the top of my head. They all have names, and I've cataloged them. And, and so, part two will come out possibly sometime next year. I'll be putting them out in between. They they will be almost the um. What you what you call it? Between you know pop rock releases and and other releases where I'm. You know, performing as a singer, mm. and in between that, then you have the instrumental. So it they it flows back and forth in a way in terms of releases.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's really interesting way to release your music as well. And it's this album's available on Spotify, isn't it? So people if people yes, wanted to listen, yeah,
1: it'll be on my website eventually too, uh, GinaWilliams.com. dot com. Brilliant. And um, the physical albums aren't ready yet. They're they're almost available. They'll be available in September because. Some people like their memorabilia, which is fine. And then um, so yes, it's available digitally on Spotify right now, and eventually I'll have it off my website. And it's um just a little bit more about the album. The album itself, um, the titles go through the whole journey of how can I explain it? It starts with the um, you know, where you're in love and, and everything is kind of like that almost like euphoric stage. And then you go into the whole, like, oh no, I'm losing my mind. He doesn't really like me. She doesn't like me. What's wrong with me? Why am I overthinking this? He talks to all your friends, you know, that kind of thing, like where you're afraid and you're second guessing yourself and the whole bit. Mm. And then in the end you realize you're not crazy. Feelings are mutual and, and things eventually work out and then and it ends with endless love, so.
0: I love yeah. it. I love that idea of, of ending on such a such a high as well, such a natural high. I love the album. I've listened to it a couple of times now because it's now on my resident sleeping playlist, so I find it very easy to relax to. And earlier in this podcast, I was uh, listing my top ten relaxation pieces, and I mentioned composers such as Samuel Barber's Adagio for Strings, Max Richter's Sleep Project, Philip Glass, and Brass Band Hymns. I find very, very relaxing. I just wondered, what do you listen to to relax? Do you have anything that you go to?
1: I... I... Huh... I you you know this comes sounds really bad coming from someone who loves um, EDM. <laughs> I I I find I'm listening to things that get me going. I was I was sharing with you earlier that I was listening to Russian and Ukrainian pop. You know it's just it's get up and go
0: kind yeah. of music.
1: But um, in terms of to relax, I would say Samuel Barber Adagio for Strings. But I don't listen to that too much because it makes me cry mm. it's actually one of my favorite pieces but it actually makes me cry so I don't listen to it every day um Ravel uh, Pavan I love um I love strings uh, a lot mm. in terms of piano music Eric Satie and I've listened to some on Spotify oh you know um there's this guy uh I, I just discovered him I heard snippets of his stuff and it was just Absolutely beautiful, beautiful to me, um,
0: Alexis for French. Oh, French. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Alexis French. Actually, I think his music is is brilliant, and he's he's quite big in the UK now. He's doing radio and all sorts. So, um... oh,
1: good. that's good to hear because it, um, yeah, I, that's I would say if I'm going to go purely instrumental piano, his sound is something I enjoy, and I'm trying to think of who else I enjoy. There are a few, I think there are brilliant musicians all over and in terms of relaxing music, my mind, Alex, is so busy. I don't have a lot of relaxing music.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. No, I I absolutely get it. Yeah, I think they're interesting choices though. I mean, Alexis French, he has a piano piece out called Bluebird, which is one of my favourites of his actually. And that's on my sleeping playlist and I really enjoy that. And I think the way that he speaks about mindfulness and and other such such topics are really interesting i think he's a fantastic musician so big shout out to alexis french hope he's listening man big shout out but that's that's brilliant and and thank you so much for joining me gina i think this is brilliant and whilst we're recording this to let to let the listeners know that you know we are recording me in the uk in sheffield and gina all the way over in canada so this has been quite the uh quite the feat i think for the opening podcast don't you think
1: uh, well, I do. As, as a matter of fact, I'm I'm south of the forty ninth parallel. We're actually I'm talking to you from United States of America.
0: Oh, so, brilliant! Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm Canadian. Though you're right. So I, I, I'm also in in um in Washington State.
0: You're in Washington so State right you. now. Well, yes, yes, still right the other side of that pond, though, from us. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Oh, Well, it's absolutely brilliant to talk to you. Thank you so much for giving your evening up to talk to me, Gina. I really appreciate it. And I'm sure that listeners will, will love hearing all about your new album, Trilogy Part One, which is on Spotify right now and will be on the new Classical Alex Burns Meditation and Mindfulness playlist, which will also be available on Spotify from the release of this podcast. So thank you so much, Gina, and I hope we keep in touch and take care. Part 1 is available to stream now on Spotify alongside the new Classical Alex Burns Mindfulness playlist. I'd like to thank Gina Williams for joining me on today's show, Ross Davidson for mastering this podcast and Ben Gaunt for composing the brand new Classical Alex Burns jingle. You've been listening to episode one of Conversations with a Musicologist. Keep up to date with the Classical Alex Burns 365 Challenge by visiting the website And remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a beat.